Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode. May love and laughter light your days. May good and faithful friends be in your life. May nothing but happiness surround your days. Today on the show, I have a special guest, Cheryl Turner. Cheryl is a psychotherapist with significant experience in creating content for her clients as they develop transformational mental health products and services such as world-leading apps, Calm, Inward, or Dream. She is the author of a number of industry books for therapists and their clients dealing with anxiety, and she has written over 1,000 mindfulness, spirituality, and healing meditations. Her meditations have been viewed millions of times on YouTube, and she is an in-demand speaker representing clients in the mental health, coaching, and healing spaces. I myself is a big fan of her soothing, calming, guided meditations. So without further ado, here is Sherelle. Welcome to the show, Sherelle. Hi, Lucy. It's good to be here. How are you? You know, I'm really good. I'm really well. I, I mustn't complain about anything. Things are going extremely well. Great. How has 2020 affected your business? So 2020, what can I say? You know, it, it has been one of the most transformative years that I have seen in my career and working life. And I've been working for a very long time. And I, I would say that 2020 was actually a real blessing to me. And I know that hasn't been true, true for everybody, but I believe that in every crisis, there's an opportunity if we choose to look for it. And in 2020, I was able to provide work for a number of therapists and yoga teachers who had been you know, stranded overseas or removed from their day-to-day practice because of quarantine and lockdown and provide them with an opportunity to write amazing content for clients through my writing agency, Busy Minds. So 2020 actually gave me a huge opportunity and gave a lot of people that I now work with opportunities as well. What are some of the trends you have noticed in mental health, especially in 2020? So I think the biggest trend, and I spotted this quite early on in the year, was the escalation of anxiety. And I think that that was to be expected. But I do believe that I have witnessed a rather, you know, quite frightening trend in things like panic disorder and social anxiety and obviously health anxiety. I think in 2020, I was able to speak with quite a few people who, for the first time, acknowledged and addressed their anxiety because it had escalated to a point where they could no longer ignore it. But more importantly, I was able to work with a number of clients who provide content either through an app or an online course or even a book that addressed anxiety. So I think anxiety was the biggest trend that I noticed. You mentioned several clients and 
oh man, you are amazing. And one of those clients is the app Calm. Yeah. It's an amazing app. Tell us about your experience working with the Calm app. So I had my own personal sort of like life experience that caused me to transition from a career working in media into um, psychotherapy. And as I was studying, I was online sort of like practicing my skill set. I'd always been interested in meditation. I'd recently qualified in hypnotherapy. And I was online on platforms like Fiverr and Upwork, just writing scripts for what I thought was going to be individuals. And very quickly, I had companies come to me and ask me to write, you know, series of scripts and record them. And one of those early clients was the Calm app. So this is previous to um, Sleep Stories and Matthew McConaughey and Harry Styles. But this was quite early on when they were still figuring out all of the meditation and in competition with Headspace. And so I wrote for them quite early on and have gone on to write for quite a few meditation apps and actually gone on to write quite a few sleep stories later on for them as well. What's the most important thing you've learned in your life through those transitions and changes? I think the most important thing that I've learned is to surrender. I mean, one of my favorite quotes is an Eckhart Tolle quote where he says that you are here to enable the divine purpose of the universe to unfold. That is how important you are. And that, I think, is the greatest learning for me, is that if I am able to surrender my intentions, my wishes and dreams for my own personal life and allow the universe to unfold through me, then far greater work will be done and I'll be able to touch the lives of millions of people, which is something that has happened simply through letting go of my own sort of egoic desires and surrendering to some of the gifts that I was inherently born with. What was your life like before learning that? <laughs> my life was like many people's lives. So I worked in national and international media. I'd worked for national TV stations. I'd even worked at the Super Bowl. You know, it was all sales. It was all figures. It was all big houses, fast cars and stress and burnout to the extent where I didn't know if I was coming or going. And I think that while that looked like success to most people, inside I was just dying and diminishing a little bit every day. But the worst part was not knowing why I felt the way I felt, considering how everything looked on the outside. It was a life where there was very little peace, lots of anxiety and stress, and, you know, just a lot of um, sort of questions and not knowing in terms of life and how life really worked. So what was your life like after you learned to surrender? My life has been full of peace, lots of forgiveness, amazing relationships, lots of authenticity. I now, I now find myself surrounded by a community of people who are aligned with my beliefs and my purpose. So 
every day I have the privilege of getting up and speaking to either clients or colleagues or other community members who are all about healing and transformation in people's lives. And so it's a complete 180 for me. And what other tips do you have for listeners for making the world a better place? So one thing that I, I say quite a lot to people and that I, I believe to be true is that there are lots of rules in life that we may or may not be aware of. And I think the first thing we can do before we can help anybody else is understand ourselves and understand our own lives. I became a Reiki healer. I became an angelic Reiki healer. I study astrology. I've practiced a number of spiritual tools like tarot, as well as learning everything I could about mental health and practicing within the, the realms of psychotherapy. And I just think that when we learn about ourselves first and understand ourselves, we can then really take care of ourselves fill ourselves up and then we're in a position where we can actually help others out of the overflow. There are lots of people out here with great intentions that are actually depleting their own energy in the with the intention of helping others but we really must figure out how to fill ourselves up first and understand ourselves and once we're able to do that we're in a position to really help and teach others. What is one thing you wish you had known when you began your journey? I mean, you know, I wish I had known that it was okay to be me. So as a child, I had a really clear idea of who I was. And it was obviously conditioned out of me. So I was published at the age of 11 and again at 13. I spent all of my childhood writing and teaching other people to write and doing all these wonderful things. And I was shut down quite quickly by external forces and people having opinions and these sorts of things. And I somehow took that information and told myself it wasn't okay to do that. And I think for all of us, no matter where we are in our journey, giving ourselves full permission to embrace who we are and who we want to be on the inside is the beginning of living all of our dreams. What advice would you give someone wanting to release and let go? I would, <laughs> I mean, Lauren and I, um, a really good friend of mine, Lauren, who has her own podcast, we have a little joke where I say to her, if you don't let go, you'll get dragged. I mean, I just know that to be true from my own life and you know, being around other people. And I just think that the best way to surrender and let go is to make that internal decision that if I cannot change it, then I must release it. And there are a number of ways you can do that. You can practice meditation, you can journal, you can write it on a note and burn the note. There are lots of things you can do, but the first step is recognizing that you must surrender And then the second step is making the decision to release. What is one common myth about surrendering that you want to debunk? So I think the most common myth that I've come across is that when you surrender, you have to let go of your whole life. Like you lose control of absolutely everything. And that by holding on to something, that's how you make it happen. And I spend a lot of time just saying to people that, 
when you surrender, then you trust. You trust that the universe will deliver that thing to you in the best way for you. And so I think that where people are afraid to let go, it's because they think they won't have that thing or they'll lose control of their life or something like that. Whereas sometimes surrendering is the best way to have control of the life that you should be living. Yes. So it actually it's the opposite way around. Yeah, 100%. You know, and lots of people have spoken about it. So people like Oprah spoke about wanting the rolling color purple so bad, you know, that she was hounding Spielberg and all these other things. And the day she sort of sat down and said, you know, I've exhausted myself trying to make this happen. And she let go. And I think she sang a hymn and cried and just released the whole thing. And the next day he called her with the part. And I think that one of the things that I often remind myself of is that I set the intention, right? I can write down, this is what I would like to have happen. And then I have to step back and let the universe do the universe's part because this is co-creation, right? So the how is none of my business. And I think that's a really nice way of people kind of understanding what their part is to play in manifesting and having their dreams come become a reality. So you started a company called The Busy Minds. Yeah. So Busy Minds, anybody that works in the mental health space understands the concept of a busy mind. And I had been working with a number of clients writing meditations and mindfulness series and ebooks and courses on mental health. And I think it was probably late spring of 2020. I started to be inundated with so much work that I couldn't really cope with it. And I was turning, you know, clients away constantly. And then I just realized that there were lots of people who were stranded either overseas who were like yoga teachers or therapists or, you know, their business had been shut down because of lockdown. And so I thought, you know, this would be a great opportunity to start a new business. This is, I mean, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've had lots of businesses, but this was my latest sort of endeavor um, and my first digital business. I set about hiring writers and sort of going through the process of finding people that had really good experience in meditation and mental health. And it has just gone from strength to strength. You know, we're almost at six figures, six months in. We launched on the 1st of June. And it has been the most amazing experience. You know, it's such a delight to surround myself with people that are so talented and have so much to offer. But also just to know how many clients there are in the world now that are putting out amazing work, whether it's through an app, whether it's an online course and require the services that we can offer. And so Busy Minds is just an absolute dream come true. And it's just going from strength to strength. And would you consider yourself a ghostwriter? So we do everything. So we ghostwrite, we angel write. And angel writing is the process of consulting with an author to pull their book out of them. I have recently um, completed 
quite a bit of work with an app called the Fusing app, which is a sleep and stress app. And I'm credited on there. So it really depends on the client that I work with. I've worked with a client called Pause and Purpose, who create mindfulness guides for people to use to form their own meditation gatherings. And I'm credited there. It really depends on the client, but we are happy to work in whatever guise they require of us. The most important thing is that we get the work out there and fulfill our purpose of improving mental health and well-being around the world. I love it. Is there another quote that you live by? Yeah, I think the other thing that I tend to quote on a almost daily basis is he who looks outside sleeps and he who looks within wakes. And I think we can it can be very easy to be distracted by external events and circumstances but when we take the time whether it's through meditation you know walking exercise whatever it is to go inside and really just check in with ourselves and see you know how are we feeling what am i thinking what is really happening within me then we really awaken to what's happening in the world that is relevant to us. And I think that if people can just find a way every day to just check in with themselves and not live their life according to the circumstances, right? So 2020 was a really frightening year. People were worried about a lot of things. And those that took the time to go within actually found themselves being urged and directed to new opportunities and a new way of living. And so the transformation began in 2020, and I'm pretty sure it's going to continue this year and onwards. That's beautiful. I love that quote. Thank you for your wisdom. You're welcome, Lucy. And thank you for having me on your show. It's an amazing podcast. I listened to quite a few of the episodes, and I just think you're doing a great job. Blessings coming your way. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com.